Hi, change agents, and welcome to season two of Mission Impact Series. Mission Impact Series is a podcast that helps your company find the breadth of opportunities in every moment to create impact with two of the wittiest, smartest, and most innovative people in social good, Tracy V. Allen and Ty Boone. This podcast is perfect for businesses and organizations of all types, and our lineup of topics discussed through strategic storytelling will keep you interested in coming back for more. Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy V. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TVA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. Hola. Hey. I am um sharing this to LinkedIn. Give me one minute. Okay. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> All right. So, hey, everyone. Um, thank you for joining us today. Today's topic, I am seriously excited to talk about because this is a question that Ty and I both get um, asked all the time, which is, can I get a grant for that? Okay. If Ooh. we don't get asked that question almost every time we get on a consulting call, oh. we don't get asked that question at all. So that is what we're going to talk about. You know, what industries are able to get grant funding pretty easily? Which ones are not? 
um, what can be funded through grants, what you need to actually do some earn income strategies and earn money and save it and actually fund it yourself <laughs> or do some fundraisers to get that money to fund that particular program or service that you're thinking about. So those are some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. So again, the topic is, can I get a grant for that? And if this is your first time um, joining us, my name is Tracy B. Allen. I'm the owner of TBA Consulting Group, <clears throat> where I help social impact business to design, build, and fund their social ventures um, so that they can maintain the lifestyle that they desire while impacting their communities. All right, y'all. And I am Ty Boone. I'm owner of Ty Boone Enterprises. I help mostly nonprofit organizations move from startup and struggle to sustainability and success. And I know sustainability and grants kind of go hand in hand for most people. <laughs> right, Tracy? Um, uh -huh. That doesn't mean you can get a grant for that. Um, I love today's topic. Just like you said, Tracy, every day, almost all day, that's the number one question. Can I get a grant for that? I'm, I'm trying to do this. Can I get a grant for that? Just this week, uh, and what's today? Today's just Tuesday. So it's like <laughs> Wednesday and Tuesday, right? Um, <laughs> Yesterday and today, just tons of questions. Can I get a grant? Uh, and that's kind of what brought us to this topic today, I think. Um, uh -huh. A lot of people who are out here, you know, at least a lot of them that are coming into my messenger and inbox and on my calls are, are kind of coming up with business ideas or, or thinking that they have a problem that they're trying to solve. And then the next thing is, uh, you know, I don't have any money. To, to do this thing so can i get a grant to help me to do this thing you know um the short answer to the question you know you can get a grant and so you know yeah i mean the short answer to the question is that you can get a grant for a number of things but can you get a grant for that thing um <laughs> just depends on what that thing is depends on what kind of business or organization you have depends on what you have to bring to the table in support of a grant application. And a lot of people, Tracy, don't understand that part. You know, um, it, it seems like a lot of folks are starting businesses and they immediately go to uh, searching or looking for grants to support them instead of figuring out ways to generate revenue that actually makes them become a business before they start to look for grants. Um, I think most people are confused and they believe that, hey, grants, that's free money. So if I want this, get this started, maybe somebody will just give me some money to start this thing. Nobody asked you to start it now, remember? Um, but maybe somebody will give me some money to start this thing and then I can get the ball rolling and then maybe I can, I can figure out how to create revenue. But it doesn't necessarily work like that. Right, exactly. And that's why I talked about the earned income strategies in the, in, in the intro. As a business person, you're in business to make money. And I know I sound like a broken record because I say that all the time, but that is the truth. You're in business to make money. So you need to come up with some earned income strategies, some things that you're going to sell, products, services, whatever it is, to try to help you along the way of getting that grant. So when we say, can you get a grant for that? Um, we're talking about the fact that even if you do get a grant for that, how would you sustain it beyond that? Because sometimes grantors give you um, funds and then the next year their mission changes, what they want to support changes. So even if we do find you a grant, okay, can I get a grant to um, start a school, right? Let's say that's what you're looking for a grant for. Um, and th this company decides, okay, we can 
giving we're having grants that for people who want to start schools for fifty thousand dollars you get that grant this year next year that person that company moves on to that foundation moves on to supporting homelessness how can you sustain beyond that and then some of the things that we hear that people are saying um can they get a grant for i'm like i have never come across a grant <laughs> for that like i wouldn't even know and I do a lot of grant research where to start to look for a grant for that. But then sometimes I appease people if they pay me to look, do the grant research, I will look and there's absolutely nothing out there. You remember grants are created based on what is actually happening um, or what is prevalent, a prevalent problem in our society. So when foundations are looking about to support or even the government, you know, federal and state government are looking to support um, organizations, they are looking, they're doing their own needs assessment, right? So they're looking to see what the need of the community is, what is the hot topics that are going on right now that are plaguing our society. And that is what they're putting their minds there are um, monies behind. So if you have something that's way outside the box um, and you're asking us, is there a grant for that? More than likely it's not. <laughs> and one of the things I think we get asked a lot for, um, for grant funding for is to start businesses and to um, pay for overhead expenses. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we got to do, and we got to do better. I mean, we have, First of all, we have to watch the funding trends, right? Um, pretty much what you're saying, the government or whoever else is giving money to, in support of these things, they do it for a particular reason. There's a problem that needs to be solved. There's some a situation that needs to be addressed or whatever, and funds are poured into that thing. So you can watch the funding trends to know whether or not what you're wanting to do or trying to do is even worth the funding um, That in the eyes of the funder. Um, the next, and Tracy, I have... Last week, a couple of people reached out and they were saying the same thing. And I'm like, what is this thing? So somebody somewhere must have heard that you can get a grant to employ people with um, differently able people, people with uh, disabilities, right? So see, this so, is where they're getting it wrong. I had a uh, whole conversation, uh, and not to cut you off, I had an entire conversation on my R&D yesterday mm -hmm. about that exact same thing. It is not a grant. It is a program mm -hmm. <laughs> that every state has. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know about it. They have it for reentry mm -hmm. um, to reduce the recidivism rate. Um, they have it for people and reentering the workplace, like people who have been out of work for a long time. And yes, they do have it for disabled, but it's not as simple as you think it is. Mm -hmm. Nothing in this world is that simple. Mm -hmm. But it's not a grant. It is a program. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the box is hot on both those things. What about <laughs> with this? And what if I do that and I have to kind of reverse the conversation? And first of all, I want to know, are you wanting to employ, do you know anything about people with disabilities? Right, you know because that's what I'm saying. It's not as simple as... Right. <laughs> Look, do you know anything about people who were previously incarcerated before you want to, are you just trying to employ them so that you can, you think you can get some money for it? Like, this mm -hmm. is not why started the business to employ was it is this the reason why you started the business so that you can employ people with disabilities you have to think about you know we're, we're just kind of failing ourselves we're looking for money we're searching for funds and we're just trying to figure out whoever we think could give us a grant or a contract or whatever and we're thinking that they're easy and we're just going to say oh if i employ people with disabilities or if i get people who are coming out of prison then somebody's going to give me a grant to employ them what are they going to be doing and if you're not even you don't even understand. how are you going to manage them because it's special management skills right. 
that you need. Sometimes you need to hire a whole um, case manager mm -hmm. just to work with that population. Are you equipped to do that? Do you have mm -hmm. the funding to do that? Because they're not giving you the funding for that. You're mm -hmm. coming to them with a program. This is part of my business strategy as a mm -hmm. social entrepreneur. And this mm -hmm. is what I want to do. I want to employ people, maybe because I, I have a child that's disabled or a family member that was disabled and disabled people are near and dear to my heart. And I want to give them the opportunity to earn their own money and not feel like they're less than in society. So this mm -hmm. is part of my whole business plan, right? And that's the key part right there. And then you look, there's some different facets that you have to put in place to get. Now, there are actual grants for um, training um, people with disabilities to work in certain fields and that type of stuff. But the, again, you got to think about, you know, your program manager. Have they worked with people who have disabilities in the past? It's a specialized population. The same thing if you're going to do um, people who are... Um, ex-convicts, right? Working with that population takes special um, people to work with that population. You know, you're dealing with probation officers, you're dealing with case managers, sometimes psychologists. Like, So it's 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 very multifaceted. Mm -hmm. And is this your actual mi mission? Is it a part of your vision? Mm -hmm. What success have you had working with these populations? Right. Or, That's why I said, is it part of your business plan? Right. Or are you just doing it because you heard that there was some quote unquote free money out there for people who want to work with this specific population. I'm going to say that a lot of people go with B. We're just trying to do it because we are. <laughs> yeah. That there's some and money. it's not that we're ever trying to tear you down. This is all for informational purposes it's to make you a better business person, right? right. Can't keep chasing money. Um, stop asking about grants, right? Mm. Every time someone comes to me about wanting a grant, Yes, there are grants out there, and I'm willing to write grants or get, you know, um, pass you on to someone else or whatever is going on. But first of all, let's look at your business. What is your business strategy? How do you intend to earn and money um, as a business person? How do you intend to earn money as a business person? Let's talk about your strategy, your marketing, your branding, all of those things before we look at can I get a grant? Because there is something called grant readiness and maybe we need to do a talk on that right yep. the different things that need to be in place for you to be grant ready you just don't start a business and automatically you're um eligible for grants that's not how it works so that's what this whole conversation is there a grant for that or can i get a grant for that you know so. and that's what I mean, a lot of people, not most, but a lot of people think that. And I think it's just because a lot of misinformation. Yes. Um, you know, one thing that makes me cringe almost immediately is when I see somebody say, I'm looking for a grant. And then somebody says, go to grants.gov. I'm like, what? In the <laughs> is, what is that? Like, you're, you're not. Most people, let's be honest. Most people <laughs> don't even know how to use grant.gov right? or grant watch. It's not as simple as like, oh, let me go on there. And Just go the there. Right. You have, what about? <laughs> Registrations? Do you have? Do you uh -huh. even have UEI? Have you have you gotten to login.com? Do you know how to use the work the workspace? And then people go, Oh, I didn't know I got to do all that. Like, what is uh -huh. what is this about? I thought I just went and I found a federal grant. And can I get this? Not even reading, you know. There's the, the notice of um, funding availability that's there uh -huh. that walks you through. I had a situation yesterday, Tracy, and um, you know the 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 ED of the organization, a really nice person, whatever. They're looking to get more grants they've gotten a couple grants 
um, they'd actually um, gone out and did a LOI for a grant letter of intent, right? Uh-huh. And but they answered the questions wrong. Uh oh. Right? So they did the LOI on their own, and they got invited for round two. Uh huh. Right. Round two is when you do the actual application, right? Right. Uh huh. So then they come to us and they said, "Hey, we got invited to round two." can you do the application? So we're like, cool, you know, you got invited to round two. That means that you said something in LOI that was great. So you're looking good or whatever. Yeah, we can do this. Can you send us your your responses to your round one, right? So I'm reading the round one responses and I find out that something in there about the budget didn't fit what we gathered from them in the readiness assessment, right? Uh And I ask about it. And they go, oh, I didn't really understand this question. So I just put this thing there. And I go, you know, that's not true. So if you put that there, and that was something that they asked you for in the LOI, and this is not accurate information about your organization, you were no longer qualified for this opportunity, even though you passed to round two. Right. And they're devastated. They're like, oh my gosh, I did not know. But I think a lot of times it just comes back to, education and how we just don't we're just not getting it like we're supposed to get it so when we hear that there's a grant out there and it looks simple enough a lot of times again i, I i'm still upset with the COVID response relief and rescue dollars still i was upset. gonna talk about that still, too yeah still upset i mean i'm, I'm like like really stressed out <laughs> like upset. because that's part of why we have this grant frenzy right now mm-hmm. is because the monies were being given out um at will <laughs> and mm-hmm. everybody thinks that's how it works normally when it actually does mm-hmm. not yeah i mean i got people like you know t- coming to me for grants right now who receive a lot of money from covid mm-hmm. but yeah. have programs don't have really don't understand you know operating budgets versus program budgets right you know don't know much about being able to communicate impact but you just got a hundred thousand dollars in COVID funds yeah you know um that COVID I mean I know COVID was beneficial to a lot of people right yeah and if you knew how to use it even if you didn't have those things and if you knew how to use it for the right purposes it could have definitely gone to strengthen your organization but what happened to these funds if you got a hundred thousand dollars in 2020 for your organization really couldn't serve anybody. And here we are in 2022, we're still not understanding what accounting systems to use, what, you know, what a budget supposed to look like. I don't, I think that COVID money, even though it helped a lot, did a lot to hurt a lot of people. Right. I agree. I definitely agree with you on that because it's the same thing that I see with clientele. Cause I have a few people who got, like 250,000, mm-hmm. um, and somebody else who got 300 and something thousand, somebody who got half a million dollars, mm. the COVID relief funds. Um, mm-hmm. and that's, they're not grant ready. Mm-hmm. They but have absolutely they are, no clue not, what they're going to do with the money and how the money, cause I'm asking them questions mm-hmm. about it. And, um, they have no clue. They don't even know what was written in the grant application because someone else filled out the application for them. So there's a lot of that going on right now. And it's going to create an issue because you have to report on these grants, right? Mm -hmm. And 
if you don't even know what you're supposed to be doing, how are you going to report adequately and make sure that you're spending the money according to the mm-hmm. um, restrictions that the grants has? So mm-hmm. it's there's a just COVID was good and bad in both ways when it comes to the funding part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we're able, you and I or, and other people are able to get the right education out there so we can prevent people from making um, mistakes that are hard to come back from. Mm-hmm. I think it woke up the whole free money frenzy again. Yes, you know, it yes. was like, Matt, let's go and all if he listens. <laughs> but um, you know, that that started with the with the question mark jacket guy, you know, free money, you can get money. Yeah. And the yeah. COVID about everybody's like, Yeah, that's true, because we really got free money. We take some boxes and all this impact stuff that Tracy and Ty's asking us about, we ain't even gotta put that in the application. Right. So so, I mean, really, people are like, does it really take all that? When I'm saying, yeah. like, what, you know, how are you going to evaluate this? Or how are you going to prove impact? Or what are your service numbers and demographics? And they're thinking, okay, I just got 100000 or $200,000 of COVID grants. And I didn't have to do all that. So you're making stuff right. up. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're, so we, I don't have to do this, you know? And then when we get back into, or now that we're getting back into serious, you know, traditional grants that are adding questions because of COVID. Oh, yeah adding things like how do you plan to sustain uh-huh. and you know and and how do you how do you communicate your your, your capacity and how other, other your, impact. How your impact how you communicate yeah. your impact yeah and they're looking at your social media to see if you're really about it right mm-hmm. um so there's a lot of different facets and a lot of different things questions that i see coming out in newer grant applications that only the elite foundations used to ask before now, mm-hmm. regular grant applications are asking for certain things that they never would have asked for before because it was just so simplistic to fill out. Now they're getting wind that, hey, oh, people think it's just that easy. Let's up the ante and make mm-hmm. them actually work for it. So, mm-hmm. um, but when we talked about, because one of the things we said we we're going to talk about is some industries that are hotbeds for grants right now and they're always hotbed for grants actually because it is such a necessity to our community on a regular basis and one of them is aids aids research Mm -hmm. aids education aids outreach anything Mm -hmm. around that topic is still um grant worthy tons of grants for that but of Mm -hmm. course you gotta have your stuff together right Mm -hmm. the right people in place and the right type of programs and services so you're eligible for that education in two, in certain capacities. So somebody wanted um, me to find them a grant so they can start a school um, and not a regular school for K to 12, but to educate adults on how to become entrepreneurs. That's mm-hmm. a hard, hard thing to find. Yep. Right. Um, that's more trying to form um, affiliations with corporations. Mm-hmm. so that they can sponsor some type of accelerator or incubator but mm-hmm. the government is not just really out here very really and if they do have grants for um entrepreneurship um education it's usually for the native american population mm-hmm. um or um refugees or something to that effect yep um, and you're, you're right on it you know hiv aids with stigma reduction uh mm-hmm. treatment um, you know, um, they're, they're doing a lot and they're, they've always, you know, for a while have done a lot with HIV AIDS kind of moving from just general education about it, but into the treatment parts and stigma reduction, faith-based initiatives around HIV is big. Um, there, there are a few workforce development, um, opportunities that I'm starting to see a whole lot 
Yes, um, I was going to talk about that. So there's a lot of workforce development opportunities for sure. Mm -hmm. um, Sierra asked about um, domestic violence. I have not as of late seen, I don't know about you, Ty, but I was doing a ton of research in the last like four days and I have not really seen much for domestic violence. Domestic violence to me has a period on when you can find them and yeah. come closer to domestic violence month. Yeah, um, it's kind of more trend. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's faddish. Um, a lot, even though it's a serious concern, you'll see it. You, you'll see it with, with foundations mostly, yes, um, that have some kind of interconnection with it. You know, like Mary Kate Ash or somebody, but uh -huh. then they have definite open and closed periods. Yeah, exactly. So it's not but, like an open something that you'll find open for. Mm -hmm. Like even let's when we talk about for for profit businesses, for profit for-profit businesses have their ebbs and flows as well. So the beginning, like from about mid-January or early February until about May, you have tons of for-profit um, grant applications that you can fill out for. And they're pretty competitive. During the summertime, it's like a tumbleweed can pass through the ghost town, right? <laughs> and then um, coming into September, October, you might find a few, not as many as you did in the um, first quarter, first two quarters of the year. You may find a, a handful last month of the year, absolutely no. So yeah. you have, you know, cycles that they kind of go through. But like I said, there's some things that stand firm throughout. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. anything around health, health, um, you know, el elderly care, children, um, human, um, human services, um, educating the population on whether it be, you know, just foundational stuff or health stuff that is always very, very prevalent. And then mm -hmm. there's always a lot of things that deal with the minority population as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, and, you know, I remember working in traditional nonprofit. I remember talking and this guy said, you know what, if, you're, if, you're, if your organization is dealing with puppies, pediatrics or old people, you're always going to have money. Right. <laughs> um, and that's kind of where where it is. I mean, yeah. you, got, you got, you know, a lot of things for youth development, um, community engagement, community uh -huh. involvement. That's kind of popular yes. um, now. But again, a lot of these are like foundation specific. And when they are, they have definite open and closed windows. Um, but things like HIV, you know, that kind of health, uh, any kind of emerging disease or something, you'll see something that's always constant that's available. Um, One of the things that somebody called me about a few months ago to ask me if there's a grant for that. Um, this one is interesting. They wanted to become a CDIF. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they were trying to become a CDIF. And I was like, uh, I have never seen a grant for mm -hmm. that. I said, I know what a CDIF is. I've worked with CDIFs before, but, or um, CDFs, depending on what town you, some people put an I in it, some people don't. Anyways, but you know what a CDF is and a, uh, a CDIF, right? Indeed. And I said, that is more political networking, right? And getting that money usually comes from the state, not from a grant. I said sometimes I believe that people mix up contracts, government yep. contracts, and grants. And that's even with some of the stuff we're talking about, disability services and all this mm -hmm. kind of folk are just kind of confused and not knowing which is what is a yeah. contract or is that a grant? Exactly. Both you have to be Trump ready for people, 
hit me up all the time. Trucking and cleaning people. Can mm. I get a grant to start a trucking business? Oh, or what about the t-shirt business? business? <laughs> oh, I need, um, can I get a grant to start a cleaning business? Do I need some, um, some grants for my cleaning business? And I'm like, you need to become a government contractor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not a grant thing. That's a government. You need to work for that money, mm -hmm. right? And that's the difference. Grant is, people see as quote unquote free money and they see government contracts. It's like, oh, I have to really have my stuff together yeah. so that I can get this contract and actually fulfill the work. Right. And But they yeah. see free and contracts as, as, as work. work. Mm -hmm. people come, you know, I've got had people come to, can I get a grant for my, to start my t-shirt business? What does this have to do with any problem that you're going to solve? In right. this can you sell some t-shirts? How about that? Yeah. Like, can, we, can you sell some t-shirts? And then, you know, one of, I, one of the reasons why people always come and say, can I get a grant for that? Is because they're not knowing how to monetize their businesses. Right. And they're assuming they that. They need a coach. Right. Yeah. Need. You need a coach, you need a consultant, you need a mentor, you need somebody to help you to figure out how to build your business and make money from your business. Mm -hmm. That should be your primary concern as a business owner. How mm -hmm. can I build this business to capacity, expand this business and make money from the business? The money should make the business should make enough money to sustain your personal lifestyle, mm -hmm. pay employees and put some money away for the business because the business needs to has its own savings account. And I know it sounds like we're derailing, but it all goes back to the topic. Can I get a grant for that? And the real answer, like Ty said in the beginning is no, <laughs> right? Um, Cause not everything warrants a grant or should have a grant, but um, you need to figure a lot of the problems can be solved by good business strategies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I think that that's the end of that, right? Can I get a grant? You you uh -huh. maybe can't, but we have you have to know how to position your business or your organization in a way to attract funds, um, and and not even think about grants. At least not initially. I know there are a lot of organizations that are run heavily on grants, right? Uh -huh. But they had to get to that point. Um, number one, and even then, you have to have a plan. What happens when? this grant no longer exists what do we right. do how do we continue to do we fire everybody that we that we hired because they came in on this grant do we close our business do we no longer have services because grants are not guaranteed they're not even though there are tons of grants out there you can't get all of them um you know things like funding trends things like your geographic location Things like the strength of your organization and the competition that's applying for the same funding that you're applying for sometimes makes it, make it impossible for you to get certain grants. You know, right. you got the same grants. I was talking to my group the other day. I said, you know, when I, uh, the last time I reviewed for HRSA, small community-based organizations were among the, the same applications that Yale University was in, right? Uh. So, so who do you think it's going to get the money. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. You know, if they're giving away a, a set number of grants and you're coming here and we don't trust your work plan, we don't really trust your evaluation um, methods because you are you. And Yale University comes in, they got a whole evaluation squad up here on the grant. Right. So we're, we're like, shoot. That's yeah. true. Right. And that's what I tell people grants are competitive. 
Mm-hmm. They are. They. It's a competition to see who um, is most attractive to the funders, right? Or the grant reviewers more than anything else based on the criteria. And if you were going up for a grant, like Ty said, that's... Um, has a larger corporations or larger um, organizations that are going for that same grant, you are not going to win because mm-hmm. you just not compete. Mm-hmm. Now there may be some opportunities to subcontract under them or, mm-hmm. you know, however they're distributing those funds when they get it, because some of them don't fulfill the entire grant on their own, then there may be some, um, but that only comes again, when we talk about relationship building. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> I, we we really need to do some training or something, Tracy, because when you yeah. subcontracting under them, mm-hmm. some people are are even better approaching opportunities that way. Yes, you know, I agree. That's the best way to get your in, right? Because mm-hmm. then you can piggyback off the larger organization as part of your um your capabilities, mm-hmm. right? what they've done because you mm-hmm. work directly with them. So mm-hmm. yeah, we should do a training on that. We should. Be. <laughs> I, like that. Can I get a grant for yes. that? I think that's kind of what a lot of people are not understanding because they see their friends uh-huh. saying that they have grants and they're yeah. like, I know the organization downtown is just as raggedy as mine. Right. So how did they get a grant for this? A lot of them are subcontractors. Yeah, they got us. They were subcontracted to do this work, or they received some type of pass-through funding from a larger organization that still allowed them to do the work under this. Right, work. It really wasn't there. So I think that's that- where fiscal sponsorship comes in, and that's where you know all of that stuff comes in as well, and the relationship building. So definitely, we should do um, a training on that. Good, and we should. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us. Um, does anyone have any questions? You can raise your hand. We can put you on the stage or you can drop your question like Sierra did in the comment section. No, nothing. All right. Well, we're going. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all. Okay, change agents, thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide, and it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.